0: All right, kids, here we go. Starting the Ask the Garden Geek podcast without it coming as a portion of the radio show. This is the actual podcast. So I can say bad words if I want to. You know, I really can. I can say bad words. Let's get this party started. What do you think? the ever-so-slight change in the music? Yeah, that was on purpose. What do you think about that? Hey, everybody. Welcome to Ask the Garden Geek. My name is Michael Kroos. I am the chief geek in charge, and this is the podcast, which means I can cuss if I want to. So I've been sitting here trying to think of a cuss word, and I just, man, I'm working on it. It's going to come. I'm going to come up with a cuss word before the podcast is over. By the way, if you have gardening questions, you know what you can do? You can go right here where you found this website and I believe that there is a section on there where you can leave me a voicemail if you want to. I'm not sure how that all works yet. I gotta I gotta figure that out. It probably isn't true. okay so you know what you can do? You can send me a voice message on uh, on no nah, you can't do it there either. never mind. I'm just sitting here thinking out loud. You know, I've been helping other people with their podcasts because that's my new passion is podcasting. I've been teaching Dr. Kerry Cott about podcasting, and she has a really cool podcast. She uses bad words all the time. Uh, The name of her podcast is The Universe Made Me Do It. You can find it only on Apple Podcasts. I've been trying to teach her how to expand that out to go to other places, and she's working on that. So she's an awesome young lady. I met her at uh, PodFest in March, which is a big podcasting convention in Orlando that there was all kinds of famous people at and And I speak there every year. So I was, so I met Dr. Carrie Cott. She's like I say, cool, I call her grasshopper because she's my student, yet yeah, she's a doctor. but she's my student. How's that? I'm enjoying this. Anyhow, what are we gonna talk about today as I think about my uh, my my first swear word that I get to say legally? Man, this is like getting to me. Well, if you have a question for me, you can email it to me at michael.kros, C-R-O-S-E, at gmail.com, and I promise I'll answer it. You know, right here, I, 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 I do better than that. I send you an email answer, plus I put it on the podcast or maybe the radio show. I don't know. The radio show goes away in November. And, uh, and that's fine with me, by the way, that is absolutely fine with me. And people are asking, Michael, why is the radio show going away? We're going to get to gardening here in just a minute. I promise. Uh, the radio show is going away because the radio network I work for, uh, has, you know, I, I, I don't ugh. All right. I'm just going to say it. They're not radio people. The people who own the radio network that I work for now are not radio people; they're television people. And do you remember the first video that appeared on MTV? It was video killed the radio star. And these people are pretty much doing it. I'm just, I'm just saying it out loud. There, uh, nice people. You know, the lady who's in charge of the network now is a delight, and this is her first job in radio. She didn't, yeah. You know. But anyway, they're, they're, um, they upload the uh shows to the satellite. And there's a lot of satellites, but there's one major satellite. I I forget the name of it, but it is big satellite. It's the one where Rush Limbaugh's at and Glenn Beck and we're at, you know, I'm at. Everybody's anybody's on that satellite. And they were uploading or, you know, uplinking to that satellite from Westwood One out of Chicago. And there's two places to uplink to that satellite, Westwood One in Chicago, and then the other one is someplace out in Colorado, where my dear friend, the late Bruce Williams, used to uplink his show from there. I have no idea why he didn't go to Westwood One. He would have you know, saved a lot of money. But anyway, as of November, the middle of November, Westwood One is shutting down their uplinking thing, no longer going to exist. So the radio network would have to move Everything over to the Colorado uplink, which is, from what I understand, three to four times more expensive on an hourly basis, and you got to do it 24 hours a day, than the Chicago one with or with Westwood One. So the the one out in Colorado is going to happen then. So the network came to me, and that lady, you know, sent me a nice email and says, well, "Hey." You know we love having you work for us, and that's nice. But right now, if you want your show to air after this date, you can give us. And it was like two bushel baskets full of money a month. I mean, a lot of money. I said, well, "Wait a minute!" It kind of you know we've always done this the other way. You send me money, okay? I've never paid to be on the radio, but they said, "Well, they're telling everybody to get paid." So most of the people on the network are leaving. But the network then said, well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to start podcasting. So he said, Michael, if you'd like us to podcast your show, we'll do that for only half a bushel basket full of money a month. I said, I can podcast my show myself for free. Well, it's not for free. I pay a little bit, but not much. I mean, you know, anybody can can start a podcast. And I will teach you how to start a podcast. As a matter of fact, you can go to YouTube and look up Clearwater Podcasters, and you'll see some of my instructional videos up there on how to do it. I take them off and I add them at different times, depending upon what class I'm teaching. But I think I'm going to leave them up there. It's easy to start a podcast. It really is. So, uh, And I teach you how to do it for well under $100. Well, well, well under $100. You can have a podcast up and running and, and just do it. That's equipment. That's everything that you need well under a hundred dollars and i teach how to do that and i said you know uh, we're just going to part ways in the middle of no, you know when this all ends so they said well it's going to end in the middle of november i said okay it's been fun have a nice day goodbye and off we go to the races and and that's that i do not know if any of their shows are going to make it up to the satellite i haven't talked to them since we broke up since since you know we had our breakup. Uh, I haven't talked to anybody there. I don't know. I I you know, I just don't know. Uh and uh you know, I I don't think they really want to do radio. I I don't. I honestly do not think they want to do radio. Never have thought that they wanted to do radio. But you know they're doing radio, so bless their hearts. Good, you know, good for them. Well, they're doing radio for a little while longer, and now I'm doing podcasting full time, and we're doing Ask the Garden Geek podcast. I'm also starting another one, which I'll tell you about later. Uh, now, first, a commercial. Is this a commercial? It's not really a commercial. Uh, I have, I have always journaled when it comes to gardening. I don't journal for personal stuff. I have never done that. You know, you always had the sister who wrote in her diary and then you'd break into her her dresser and take the diary out and read her diary. I, I never did that to my sister because I was always terrified of my sister that she would beat me up if I ever did that. But, you know, we've all heard of everybody who did that. All right. I've never kept a personal journal. I probably should have, but I never have. But I have since the 1980s kept a gardening journal. Uh, on a house that I bought up in Tarpon Springs in the late eighties, it was a large piece of property and I had a lot of plans for the piece of property and I fulfilled most of those plans, but I felt it important to journal. So I went out and I bought one of those blank journal books and I did diagrams and trees, everything that I wanted removed, everything I wanted to put in its place, everything, everything, everything. And I, I kept track of it in my journal and I have done that ever since next. I bought a house in Clearwater, uh, I did the same thing there. There was a big swimming pool in the backyard and above ground. I wanted it gone. I Well, at first I wanted to keep it, but I couldn't have plants around it, so that made me mad, so I wanted it gone, and I journaled about that. I had diagrams. Then I moved over to this house, and I've been doing this house the same way, and it has been a joy. Well, my other new passion is publishing, and I have now published the Ask the Garden Geek Garden Journal. And you can buy it on Amazon. And it's a 200-page journal. It has my name on it. It has glossy cover because if you're out there working in the yard and you're journaling, you're going to get stuff on it. You're going to smudge it. And with a glossy cover, you can just wipe it off. And it's got journal pages in there where you can just write stuff. You can draw diagrams. You can do whatever makes your heart sing And that thing. And if you want it, you go to Amazon.com, and you type in Michael Kroos up in the search bar, and you will see it. It's right there. There it is. It's an eight and a half by 11, big, you know, 200 page. It's good. Go there or be square. Now, what, can, what else can I say? I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. This week's gardening question, this week's gardening question actually comes from my daughter-in-law who, you know, sends me a message in a panic. Now, they have just recently moved from New York to New Jersey. She's a teacher and he works, my son works in theater and a very successful couple. They have given me two of the most adorable grandchildren, but she said six of her house plants all have spider mites and other little bugs and she doesn't want to use a pesticide. What can she do? Well, I don't use pesticides on house plants in the house. So I gave her really good instructions. And by the way, we're getting into fall. And it's time to do this with your house plants anyway. But anyhow, here's what I, and by the way, the first question is how did she get all of these things? She, she didn't have them in New York. Now she's in New Jersey. She goes, is this a New Jersey thing? No, it's not a New Jersey thing. Although it might be. No, it's not a New Jersey thing. The reason that the plants got spider mites and mealy bugs or whatever, the reason that they're buggy boos and mites on the plants is because the plants were put into a weakened state and they were put into a weakened state because they packed everything up in a big U-Haul truck and they drove it and it was in the U-Haul truck for two days before it got unpacked. And then it got moved and it got stuck in their new house and everything, blah, 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 blah. And now the plant is stressed. And by the way, house plants get stressed when you move them anyway. And the spider mites just came in and just took over. So question number one, how do I get rid of the spider mites? There are all kinds of insecticides you can use. I don't use any of them. Insecticidal soap is a good choice if you want to use a pesticide. Insecticidal soap is basically fatty acids. It's a soap that you put it on and it kills the pest, you know, it kills the pest by smothering them. Or you can do what I do. And uh, Dawn for Dishes, great product. I used to use and still use Amway LOC or Shackley Basic H, and I mix uh, either one of those products. I mix three ounces in a gallon of water. You mix the water first, but I told her, I said, just get one of those little quart, you know, hand mister thingy she goes oh i got one i said good fill it full of water and get some dawn for dishes and don't fill it all the way fill it most of the way and take the dawn for dishes and put some of that in there she goes how much i said one you know just grab it accurate measurement you just grab it by both hands you squeeze it give it give it a good squeeze shove it in there and then put the top on shake it a little bit to mix it up and i said then what you're going to do is about every three days uh, you're going to go and you're going to spray. Make sure you spray underneath the leaves. Make sure you spray all the way around and that everything is copacetic and great and wonderful and swell. And once you do that, and that's done, and repeat every three days until you get through the entire life say, cycle, which would include eggs and you know that sort of thing. But it'll drown them out. It, it does a good job. It'll drown them out, and you're not putting any yucky stuff in the house uh, you know, it, it's good in my little grandchildren and their cats are not going to be bothered by any of this stuff. So it's all it's all good to, to do that. Now, when you're done with that, I said, take the plants outside and gently put a hose on them and just let water trickle in. I said, you can also do this in your kitchen sink, but let water trickle in until you flush out all the soluble salts and all the old fertilizer and all the old stuff that is in there from, you know, you've had these plants for a long time. She goes, do I need to change the soil? I said, no, you just need to do this. And then after you do this, you got to get, and you know, I have I get no money from these people, the Dawn for Dishes people, I wish they would give me money, or the people that uh, for this other product I'm going to recommend, and that would be Super Thrive. And Super Thrive, you mix one capful and a gallon of water, and then water the plant, With that, let the plant dry out after you flushed it like really good, but then water it with the water that has one, you know, one cap full in a gallon, you know, it doesn't take much, just normal watering of the thing one time, one time only. Uh, the Super Thrive has got all kinds of hormones in it. It's got vitamins. It's got B12. It's got all kinds of minerals. It's just going to revitalize those plants and make those plants stronger and take them out of shock that they were put in when they were moved. And you've gotten all the crap and crud. Oh, I just said a bad word. I finally said it. Crap. You got all the crap. I said it again. There, There's my bad word for the podcast. said crap. Wow. said it several times man uh but anyway you uh it gets rid of all the garbage that's in the soil after you've flushed it all out so that's all gone and now you've put the super thrive in there which is going to revitalize that soil take the plant out of stress and then the plant should do wonderful as we overwinter so this is all good and by the way as we're in september now it's going to start getting colder soon although where i live in florida today this is i i'm recording this on the September 5th, September 5th, and it was 95 degrees out there. We had a high heat index. The feels like temperature was 110. I thought I was just going to die. I mean, it was really stinking hot out there today. I, you know, I just, it was miserably hot outside today and I got a project I got to do on my side yard and I couldn't even do it. I'm just, I'm, I'm wiped out. I cannot do the project. And so the project has to get done this weekend. I don't know. I know what the project is. I'll tell you what the project is. My gate to my fence just died. It, it, you know, the gate's never been right. My nephew put the fence in around my house 13 years ago when I bought the house He put the fence in, you know, went to Home Depot, bought the wood stockade fence. He put it up. Then came time for the gate and he did the gate all wrong. The gates are supposed to be three feet wide. He made it five feet wide and they don't have gates that are five feet that you can buy. They have three feet gates. So he tried to build his own gate and he didn't do a good job. The gates had never been right. And finally it just deteriorated and it died. And today it just fell off and it's dead. It's dead, Jim. So I go to Home Depot, they only have three foot, I, I've discovered this, they only have three foot gates. So I have to build a new gate from scratch. My brother walked me through it. He told me how to do it. I, I can do it. I'm going to do that, but that's going to be outside work and it's going to be hot and it's going to be stinking, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to build a gate this weekend. That's my project for the weekend is to build a gate, get new hinges, put it up and be happy and have a new gate so that, you know. When I throw my grandkids out in the backyard, they can't escape out the gate. That doesn't exist now because it just totally collapsed. So that's what I'm going to be doing. Hey, I hope you're having a great gardening week. We will see you next week. By the way, these podcasts drop every Thursday, sometime Thursday night. Right now it's Thursday night. It's 1053 p.m. I got to do the post-production on this, which will take me five minutes. I do post-production very fast. And then we're out of here, and it's up, and it's all there, and life is good. Have a great day. If you have a question for me, Michael.cross at gmail.com. This, kids, is Ask the Garden Gate the podcast. the garden geek podcast is a production of west palm publishing look for all kinds of new books from west palm publishing